You saw the wise men that came and when they acknowledged a, a, a newborn baby, it wasn't just another newborn baby to them, but this was the, the, the child that was predicted in the scriptures, praise the Lord. So they began to reach down and pull out gifts and give their treasures, mercy, uh, frankincense and mercy, praise the Lord. We acknowledge the birth of Jesus Christ in this season that just passed, and we say to ourselves, we're going to give gifts on each other, praise the Lord, but there's a, a gift that we need to acknowledge that we're going to give to the king, praise the Lord. We're giving each other one everything, praise the Lord, and in some cases, we, we go and we tell and say, tell me what you want, praise the Lord, that I can give you what you want, something that you want, praise the Lord, but at this time, they didn't ask the king at the, at the baby time, what he wanted, they just came and gave him, hallelujah, their gift, praise the Lord. They presented the gift to the, to, the, to the child, praise the Lord, and I'm here to ask you, praise the Lord, what are you giving to Jesus today, praise the Lord. Now, hallelujah, you can't talk about what you gave last year, praise the Lord. Last year is dead and gone. Amen. Whatever happened last year is gone. You still here. You need to be able to say, I'm going to give Jesus something, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. The same God who blessed you abundantly. We tend to give people, this is how flesh is. We tend to give people stuff that don't, that, that, that don't gave up. We give gifts to them because they in turn gave gifts to me. I don't give out gifts expecting people so they can say, well, he gave me a gift. I need to give him a gift. I, I, give, I, I, see, I see it work. And you, I, I dare you to try it. You, you see it work. You give gifts to people who ain't giving you no gift. Next year, they're going to be looking for you. They're going to be ready for you. Praise the Lord. I gave out gifts at the job, praise the Lord, when no other co-worker gave any gift. I didn't give it for, for, for them to, 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 to give me a gift. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. But in turn, uh, I saw this particular Christmas, they had something to give me. And I said, you didn't, you didn't have to give me anything. I wasn't. And they, 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 a lot, lot of times they feel guilty. So they say, wow, it makes their conscience feel good if they had something to give to you, praise right, the Lord. Right. But look, this is the spirit of giving, and it's not just in this spirit. That's what sanctified people do. We give not expecting, praise the Lord. We understand that. Look, if we give not expecting, God will give it back to us, praise the Lord. And some have never learned the concept of how God blesses, praise the Lord. That's why they always can't have, because they, they got their hands like this. Praise the Lord, but when you do like this with what God gave you, God gives you something back. And and then one thing I understand in the scripture, you can't be God given. Praise the Lord. You can't beat him. He would never let you top him. Praise the Lord. You think because you don't gave it out, your mind is strictly on that present moment. God ain't gonna never let you outdo him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So anyway. What are you giving to Jesus this year? Praise the Lord. Another year done passed. Praise the Lord. And you got to say to yourself, have I drawn nigh to God? Have I said I'm going to get closer to God? Have I received the gift of the Holy Ghost from God? Praise the Lord. God has been trying to give you and you and you this particular gift. Praise the Lord. But your actions show you don't want it. I've had gifts given to me and I sat it down. Praise the Lord. And haven't I never opened it? Praise the Lord. How do you know if it's something you want or not? Praise the Lord. You got to open what you got to say to yourself, I want what the Lord gave me. Look, if God want to give you something, it's for your good. Amen. It's not like I walk up to you or somebody that you know walk up to you and give them. And first thing you get that gift, you get to wonder, is this something I really want? Is this something I'm going to use? Look, if God gives you something, you need it. Amen. One thing about that, I know that God ain't going to give you something for you just to throw it away. Amen. You need what he got to give you. Amen. Whether you want it or not, praise the Lord, you need that. Now. Amen. Amen. In Matthew 26 and first chapter. First verse. 26.1. I'm skipping now. And it came to pass when Jesus had finished. See, look, look, look what look what they did. Back uh, back, back when, when King Herod said he come to worship God, he didn't come to worship God. He really he didn't come to give nothing to God. When you worship and you give. When you but his mind was that I may come to worship him. He ain't come to worship him. He come to take from him. He come to take his life. Praise the Lord. Everybody that come 
they ain't meaning God any good. It's only about gimme, gimme, gimme. And when they feel like you threaten them, they're there trying to do something to make you put you out the way so they can prosper. They can still stay and, and do what they want to do. Their agenda, praise the Lord. But God has an agenda, praise the Lord. And God ain't going to let nobody stop anything that he has sanctioned to go on. If God set up this church, I don't care how the devil come in and roar like a lion, it ain't going to stop. If God put you in this church, the gates of hell can't prevail against you. Amen. Praise the Lord. God's going to stab you. God's going to fight for you. Praise the Lord. That's right. And you got to believe that. Praise the Amen. Lord. You can't go on what you saw other people fall. Praise the Lord. You got to say to yourself, I need to stay where God put me. I need to stay where God has blessed me. Praise the Lord. Then show God that I appreciate what he's given. Look, and when God give me something, I'm in turn going to give it back and show my gratitude. Amen. Mr. Fraser talked about the ten people that had the leper. Praise the Lord. One came back to give thanks, praise the Lord. All of them ran away, but only one came back to say, Lord, I thank you, praise the Lord. They came to give God a praise and say, Lord, I thank you, praise the Lord. And that's how we are. We, If you ain't careful, you begin to just say, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Yes. And show, your un show, show that you're ungrateful, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We don't serve God because he is there to bless us, praise the Lord. We're going to serve him whether he blesses or not. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. 26-1 said, and, 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 and it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sins. He said unto his disciples, you know that after two days, the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Third verse says, Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the place of the high priest who was called Sophias, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. Because Jesus was a child, king wanted to kill him. Couldn't. God intervened and spared his life. Now he's a man. Here goes some this, this devil is entering into somebody else to kill him. Praise the Lord. Hey man, but watch, watch what the Lord began to do. Praise the Lord. And and they and they consulted that they might take Jesus subtly and kill him. We hear no and said the word subtlety sometimes appeared in the garden. When Jesus, when Adam and Eve were there, that there is certain kind with subtlety, praise the Lord, that tried to con Eve, praise the Lord, to get her to partake of the fruit, praise the Lord. And then she did take, and she didn't give to the man, praise the Lord. So the devil was very tricky, praise the Lord, and subtle, praise the Lord. Yeah. Sneaking, he don't mind moving slow. He ain't always in a hurry to get you. He's just making sure that he gets you, praise the Lord. And that's how he works, praise the Lord. But the Bible says, we're not ignorant the Satan devices. Praise the Lord. But the fifth verse said, they said, not on the feast. This is what the, uh, the priest said. But they said, not on the feast day. They Remember I said he come to try to kill them. But they said, not on the feast day. Least there be an uproar among the people. Yes. And when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came uh, uh, unto him a woman having an ambassador box uh, of very precious ointment and poured it on the feet, on his head, and, and, and as he sat at meat. Excuse me, poured it on his head as he sat at meat. And they first said, but when his disciples saw it, they had indignation. Indignation means they, had, they got angry. Amen. Saying, to what purpose is this waste? To them, they realized that what she was pouring was very expensive, praise the Lord. You know, almost like perfume and cologne is today. I ain't talking about the knockoff. I'm talking about the good stuff. <laughs> that costs a little bit of money, though. But she came with the good stuff and began to pour it on his head as he sat at the table. Can you imagine you sitting there at the table, you go to a restaurant, you sit at the table, and this lady walk up to you and she starts pouring oil on top of you. It's a good smelling cologne, praise the Lord, on you. And, and everybody looking like, what is this lady doing? Man. <laughs> no doubt she looked the part of her, what her profession was, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So she poured it on his head 
as he sat at me. And when the disciples saw it, they had got angry saying, to what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Mm -hmm. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, why trouble ye the woman? For she has wrought, wrought means work, she had worked a good work upon me. Mm -hmm. She came and did, gave me something. She did something good. Praise the Lord. What are you giving to the Lord that's good? Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. Have you given him your time, your undivided attention? Or did you come to church to go to sleep? Praise the Lord. I don't understand why sanctified and unsaved and, and all people come to church, praise the Lord, to go home to say, I've been to church, but I've come to get something from the God and also to give something, praise the Lord. That's give right. my undivided attention. Give, open my heart and give it to the Lord and realize that I need some help in this journey, praise the Lord. Yeah. There are some things in life, uh, 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 whatever, who your family members can assist you with. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. It don't matter whether they save or unsaved. There are some things in life that we can't assist you. Only God can intervene. When the doctors come and tell you, all oh, the medicine I give you, it ain't working. And they say, well, there's nothing else we can do. You can turn to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Some of us right now are alive. Not the fact that we are so skilled or our doctor is just the best of the best. But the fact that God has been merciful, praise the Lord. Amen. And he allowed you to stay alive. With the things that other people are dying with. That same scenario on somebody else, they didn't make it. But God had blessed you, praise the Lord, that you would stay alive, praise the Lord, because he poured out his grace and mercy upon you. Amen. You ought to be praising him and thanking him for that. Amen. That's the gift you ought to be given. You owe him a praise. You owe him the honor. You owe him some glory. Praise the Lord. I ain't just saying you are one, praise the Lord. I don't get to the point in my life where I feel like I don't, I, I'm a pastor now. I don't need to praise the Lord. I'm a bishop now. I don't need to praise the Lord. I still love to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I try to show the Lord in my action that I appreciate what he done, praise the Lord. And I, my action ain't, ain't, ain't here because you watching me. I, I, I do what I need to do off the scene when nobody watching me. Amen. My wife ain't got to watch me. I know what I need to do and I go about my spirit obligation to show God I appreciate what he's done. Look, when you show somebody that they appreciate what you've done, you don't mind doing for them. Amen. I mean, look naturally so. You give somebody something, thank you, I really appreciate it. You be like, man, I love helping this person but they always show their gratitude. But when somebody says, that's all? That's it? Oh, I'm grateful. Nobody going to give you nothing. You two are grateful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you coming to the Lord to show him that you got a gift for him? Or are you coming to say, Lord, what you going to give me? It was said in the Sunday school when, when the, you stand before a king, you don't come into the king with nothing. Right. Praise the Lord. Right. Even when you want to get something out of a, a, a pump, sometimes you got to prime the pump. So you got to put something in it to get something out. Praise the Lord. We realize that you don't stand before royalty and don't offer the royalty nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's why you got to come in with, in this court with thanksgiving, enter into his house with praise. Be thankful and bless his holy name. Praise the Lord. So when the disciples saw it, they began to get angry, saying, to what purpose was this particular waste? And this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood that, it, he said to them, why trouble you the woman? For she has wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you. But me, ye have not always. They probably didn't understand what Jesus was coming from. But Jesus understood. Praise the Lord. Because a lot of times Jesus spoke in, in parables and with understanding. Heavenly understanding. Praise the Lord. But if he didn't relay it or break it down to their level, it went directly over their head. Now the 12th verse says, so for this... For in this she poured this ointment on my body. She did it for my burial. Now I'm sure they're like, burial? We sitting here to eat some food. And you talking about burial? <laughs> Verily I say unto you, whosoever, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also be this. 
that this woman has done be told for a memorial unto her. Amen. This woman had some more press, so, so valuable, and she saw Jesus and saw fit to go up on him and pour it all on his head. Amen. And begin to pour it on him. Then all the disciples sitting there, they viewing it and they considered it a waste. What is she wasting? She could have sold that money. She could have sold that. And... But this lady has one more. She went and put this upon Jesus' head. And then, 14 verse 8, then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went into the chief priest. He, he, Judas was money hungry. Mm -hmm. Look, we all know, God know we need money to live. Right. Don't be so money hungry that you don't want to serve the Lord. Amen. You go out there and get two or three jobs that you want, which it may look good to us. Mm -hmm. That You know what? It look what I look good. It looks like this person is willing to work. Mm -hmm. he ain't no lazy person. That's commendable. Mm -hmm. But God did not make man to work 24 hours a day like that. Praise the Lord. You working because you worship the almighty dollar. And in your eyesight, you think, I'm going to go out there and work myself rich. And in some cases, that will not happen. Amen. You, now, you got to understand, I, was, I came up just like everybody else. I got bit by the money bug the first time I got my check. I went and got me a second job. When Sister Felder met me, I had a second job, working two jobs. And I said, oh, man, I'm going to make me a bunch of money. But then I began to realize, praise the Lord, that it, it, it wasn't, it, no matter how much money I made, if I didn't have control over how I spent it, if I had lustful eyes and, and all that, as soon as I get it, I throw it out to some other junk. Do I have the junk that I bought with it? Not? No. So I just wasted it. And then there's a time that me and my wife got together. I got a second job, praise the Lord, on the table. I said, we need enough, we don't have enough money. I need to go work. Praise the Lord. This taught me something. This ought to teach you something. I went and got a second job and I worked. All of a sudden we got income tax came there and said, you owe me some money. I said, what? I owe them some money. I worked. They said, I made too much money. Yeah, I started, I needed more money to pay my bills. I didn't call nobody and ask them. I went and got a job. Second job, losing sleep, working four hours, getting four hours of sleep or less. And, and, and the thanks I got was, you owe me some money. And I told my wife, I said, never again would I do that. Amen. Never again would I. I, I, I said, if I have to work, it would be under the table. But I never get another job on the, on the, on the table where I got to be paying off the sound. They said I made too much money. And I, I realized I didn't have enough money to cover my bills, so I got another job. Mm -hmm. So if you got that same mentality, I want you to wise up. You're going to make all that money for Uncle Sam. He's going to be patting you on the back saying, give me my money. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay? All right. Now, so but anyway, as then one of the twelve came to Judas Iscariot and said it to the chief priest. And, and, and 15 verse, and they said to them, well, what will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. See, Judas walked over to the, after he saw the woman with that waist and that oil, and Jesus didn't tell her what they were thinking. Judas got up and said, I'm going to go find someone. This don't make no sense. Praise the Lord. We're going we're gonna to cover some things, hopefully, that you can understand, make you think a little bit. Praise the Lord. And so he went and got the chief priest and said, I know what Jesus had. What you going to give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they covenanted it. Covenant means they made an agreement with him. For 30 pieces of silk. Now Judas walked away saying, well, I know how. I'm going to get me something out of this deal. So he said, I'm going to get 30 pieces of silk. And then from that time, he sought opportunity to betray them. Now Jesus went back with the rest of them, and he just went around there pretending like he was with them, but he wasn't. He was just looking for an opportunity, praise the Lord, to get them, praise the Lord. Some people come and praise the Lord, the devil is using them as an opportunity. 
Yes. To get you, praise the Lord. But God won't let that happen because God foresee them before you see them. God foresee all and know all. He know their heart. He know their intention. Amen. Some come in here to try to scatter the flock. Some come in here to try to so to score, to break up the church, praise the Lord. But the gates of hell can't prevail against what God is standing. Now, in the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where? Were thou that we prepare thee to eat the Passover? They asked him, where, can, where do you want us to get ready for the Passover at? And Jesus said, go to the city and to such a man and say to him, The master said, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at the house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. 21st said, and now when... The evening was come. He sat down with the twelve. Praise the Lord. Now you got to understand. The evening came. They all convened together in this room. All twelve of them. Even Judas. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Uh -huh. 21st verse And as they did eat, he said, Verily I said to you, One of you shall betray me. Look at here. Now. To betray somebody, it's not to give them something, it's to take from them, praise the Lord. So he said, one of you has, is going to stab me in the back. One of you is a backstabber, right. praise the Lord. Amen. Naturally, hearing that right now, we say, I ain't going to be me. I'm not going to go against the Lord. Jesus. When you go against God's plan, you're going against the Lord. We got to understand God have a plan and he have an order and he have an ordinance. He have set up things, established the church the way it is. He put me here basically and put you there, praise God. And everybody else that in their position, God had established. He has an order. You can't go against them and don't realize you're going against what you don't see. Remember, God is a spirit. Amen. A spirit is something you can't see. He's everywhere. He's even in your mouth. He's the air that you breathe. He's, he knows everything. Amen. So as they, as he began to say, one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. They began one of them to say unto, the, unto him, Lord, is it I? Lord, is it I? One, somebody going to turn their back on the Lord. Lord, is it I? Someone going to stand, someone going to betray me. Lord, is it I? That's why you ought to be saying, Lord, is it I? Or you need to make up your mind that if someone betrayed Jesus, Jesus is not going to be me. Praise the Lord. He has been so good to me. Praise the Lord. Even though he had not came back with power and glory yet, I'm going to still serve him and, and acknowledge him and do what he said. Praise the Lord. I'm going to draw near to him that he can draw near to me because I need his wisdom. I need his understanding. Not as the world see wisdom and understanding, but you need the wisdom and understanding of the Lord. They became exceedingly sorrowing and asked, Is it I? And he answered and said, He that dipped his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe unto the man whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Uh -huh. Then Judas, which betrayed him, but he didn't, didn't do it at that particular time, answered and said, Master, is it I? Am I going to be one that to betray you? He said unto him, Thou hast said. Think about that for a while. Let that marinate in your mind. Matthew 26 and 1. When the morning was come, the chief priests and elders and the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. They're trying to take instead of give him something. They're trying to take. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, saw that he was condemned, repented, repented himself and bought against, bought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, 
lot of times we, we get remorseful because we realize that what we did was wrong, praise the Lord. In some cases, the devil will get in you and make you do things that's wrong. Then afterwards, he'll let you come back to yourself and you acknowledge the fact. I did wrong. That wasn't right. I shouldn't have did that. Here, Judas's example of what I just said. Judas, which had betrayed him, saw that he was condemned, repented. He got up, he got sad and that sorrowful that he gave up Jesus and brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and elder saying I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood and they said what is that to us? What is that supposed to mean to us? See that see that thou that you see to that you did it you gonna see to that and he cast down, he threw the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Praise the Lord. See, the sadness of, of betraying God brought severe anguish upon him. Praise the Lord. And he went and hung himself. Realizing that he had betrayed Jesus. And the chief took, the chief priest took the silver and said it is not lawful for us to to put them into the treasury they picked up the money and said it's not lawful for us to put this into the treasury because it is the price of blood, it's blood money and they took counsel and brought with them the potter's field to bury they went to a certain graveyard called the potter's field to bury where they bury strangers there. Wherefore the field is called the field of blood unto this day. And gave them for the potter's field as the Lord had appointed. So they went and they buried him in this particular place. Now, here, here's the question we need to ask ourselves. Would Jesus have forgiven Judas? Some say, oh no, because he was been predestinated for this particular point. He had to do what he did because the Lord has been said in the old, all the all the scriptures. There were scriptures through the all the all elder prophets saying that he what shall come upon him. So the question remains: Would Jesus have forgiven Judas? I'm here to tell you that yes, he would. And I'm a, I'm gonna state my case to the point where you can understand why. Absolutely, Judas betrayed Jesus. But Jesus, but Peter denied him too. Amen. We ain't thought about that. Well, we think about he betrayed Jesus. To this day, no one that was ever had a son born and said, I'm gonna call my son Judas. Because it's marked with stereotype, right? Judas is a traitor. Praise the Lord. So basically, for I be the name my children, one of them Judas, I'm like, damn, you're a traitor. So no one decided they're gonna get their son Jesus. But 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 let's let's, let's let's think about this for a minute. Peter denied him. Talk about in John 18:25. Judas was possessed by Satan, right? We understand that. That's why he did what he did. But Mary Magdalene had seven demons. Romans 8, 38 through 39. Don't get it, but just Throwing that to you. Insisted that nothing, including principality, can or sin can keep us from the love of Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. But in John 17 and 12, Jesus identified Judas as the son of prediction. The man doomed to damnation. He had traveled with Jesus, seen the miracles, and heard the teaching. But he didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. He called Jesus teacher, not Lord. 1 John 2 and 19 describes him perfectly. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. Those that God had brought in will remain with us. Because the God I serve sometimes make you do what you don't want to do. 
And in most cases, everything the Lord told me to do, my first reaction was, I ain't doing that. <laughs> he said, first, join the church. I ain't doing that. I joined. Second, get baptized in Jesus' name. I ain't doing that. I got baptized. Third, get the gift of the Holy Ghost. I ain't doing that. I got the Holy Ghost. Next, follow that man that's teaching me. I ain't following him. I don't like nobody controlling me. I end up following. You see the humbleness? You got to humble yourself. If you stubborn, you ain't going to never get nowhere. You ain't going to get nowhere in God. You're going to stay in that exact same state that you're in. Until you get hungry and thirst for righteousness, you ain't going to move from that state. You're going you're gonna to see yourself year in, year out, year in, year out. And the word of God is not for us to just feel good. It, it, the word of God does more than just make us feel good. It gives us hope to the hopeless. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Where we uh, feel like we are destitute and out of hope and don't know which way to look. We, have a, we see a door where otherwise we saw nothing. We saw a window of opportunity now present itself. He called Jesus teachers, not Lord. Now, describe, now, uh, 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 they went out from us, but they did not really belong with us. All right? He understood what Jesus was saying, but he didn't accept it. He understood everything Jesus was saying. Not only did Jesus give his uh, 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 parables, he began to break it down and decide because a lot of a lot of times they came up and said, Gee, what do you mean by this? What do you mean by that? He began to tell them, look, this is what that means. That means this, 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 this. That means this, this, this. That means this. Break it down to them in the level where they're going to say He was right there. He heard it. Amen. He understood what he was saying, but he didn't accept it. Such a person wrapped in self it's doomed for prediction. Acts 1.25 insists that Judas was not for us, but he turned aside to go his own way. Praise the Lord. Most people that's with us choose to be with us. Most people that turned aside, they were for us. They may use us as an excuse or an scapegoat. Well, they, 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 they did this. They said that. They looked at me. They, they, they breathed on me. They looked at me. Whatever <laughs> They, it's funny, that same principle, they do that at your job. Amen. But I don't see nobody quitting. You just, oh, I'm going to keep doing People are throwing that towel quick when it comes to Jesus, but they won't throw in the towel at the job when these same scenarios work upon them. Backbiting, all kinds of other things come. They don't do it. Now, what gift did Jesus give? What, what, what gift did Judas give Jesus? Let's examine that for a minute. Why did Jesus betray him? Why did Judas betray Jesus? Because Jesus could not or would not be who, Jesus, who Judas wanted him to be. Think about that for a minute. Judas wanted him to be something. The, the, the apostles wanted Jesus to be something. And Jesus showed them that my kingdom is not of this world. Amen. So he didn't usher in uh, uh, like you trying to take over. Judas went with Jesus for a good three years and came to the conclusion that a poor, wandering teacher who refused to take political power was not of any significant value to him. Amen. Judas, Judas used Jesus throughout his three years and he used him again at the end. When Judas realized what the high priest had planned, for Jesus, Judas regretted his selfishness, but he still couldn't accept Jesus as Lord. He just thought to himself, I'm really doing this to a good man. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that to this good man. He would acknowledge Jesus as Lord if, if he came and kept doing the miracles and then took over. And begin to show his power and authority. But because of that, he didn't do it. Praise the Lord. So, so, so. He couldn't accept that. Judas was not the only person in Jesus' life who used him. 
or took from us. You not know because you're a child of God, people will, will try to take advantage of your kindness to take from you. Praise the Lord. They, they'll come to you and if once they know that you'll give them something, they'll keep coming to you. They keep getting. As long as you give, they're going to be there with you. Give me, give me, give me, give me. They were the only person that took advantage of Jesus. The people who, who lined the road to Jerusalem in Matthew 21, the first chapter, uh, 21 and 1, through, though he was a political king and military conqueror, who would choose Rome out of Israel to reestablish the Jewish nation. They thought that that's what Jesus was coming to do. Establish the Jewish nation. They thought he was a military conqueror who would chase the Romans out of Israel to reestablish their Jewish nation. But Jesus didn't do that. So when they learned he had no political power or ambition at this particular time, they, they was quick to demand the death of Jesus. They began to say, crucify him. Amen. What's your gift to the newborn king this year? Praise the Lord. You gave everybody a gift. Praise the Lord. But did you think about Jesus? Praise the Lord. And if you did think about it, what did you say? I'm going to do this year. New Year's resolution. Some people say, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Make a resolution to do. Come. Do better for the Lord. Acknowledge the Lord. Accept this plan of salvation. God have a greater destination for you than just dying and then waking up, ending up in a place where you didn't plan on going. Amen. I'm here. To, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. If I thought that that's what life was about, you wouldn't see me here. If I knew without a shadow of doubt that when I die, that's the end, I'd be out there having my fun. But because the Lord told, made it clear to me that this is true by the evidence of speaking in tongues, as the Spirit of God gave the Holy Ghost, He said, "You're gonna speak in tongues." In His Word, I spoke in tongues. In an unknown language, and I couldn't stop it. It just kept coming. I knew I had the Holy Ghost. And I said, oh, that means the Bible validates itself. That was the validation I need. Now, no one can tell me that it ain't true. Only people that say, well, I don't know, or they're skeptical, can say it. Well, I wonder if it's true are those who have never spoken to them. Because they still wonder, is that true or is that false? Praise the Lord. I'm here to tell you, if you seek God and, and come to him as he's desire, you'll begin to see that you'll get the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord. But if you just stand back and just say, I'm just going to come and do my own thing and take it lightly, take it lightly, you ain't going to get nothing from the Lord, praise the Lord. He gave us the spiritual gift of the Holy Ghost that he, he was the first one to start getting our gift. When he first drawed you, he gave you a gift to come out from among them. Be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you, praise the Lord. Now, you need to be trained, praise the Lord. Now, we know training is essential for anybody to prosper in the natural world. We'll go to school and take training. We'll go to military school to take active training to go to fight a war. We'll go to the, uh, 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 the, to the college to get a degree, a doctor degree, a master degree, a bachelor degree, or whatever, to get training in the very field that we want to go to. But when it comes to Jesus Christ, it's like open the air. Praise the Lord. God got some men that he set aside that's meet fit for the master you to feed you with and that you can grow thereby. Praise the Lord. But you must show up. Praise the Lord. That they, even the, the colleges have enough sense to realize your grade is hinged on you coming. Praise the Lord. You don't show up. Praise the Lord. You won't fail in Anyhow, I don't care how good you pass a test. There's some people that they can just ace testing. Every time a test comes, they make an A, praise the Lord. But because your attendance, praise the Lord, was shabby, praise the Lord, you're going to fail, and I'm going to fail you. And that same scenario is in God. It's not about what you're not knowledge, praise the Lord, but it's about what you're able to do as far as humility. Are you able to humble yourself and learn and follow a man, praise the Lord? Lord, are you one of those that when he did something for came back and said thank you or are you still standing there running with the rest of the pack praise the Lord the rest of the pack are still trying to get a, a quick fix praise the Lord the rest of the pack gonna come back again when they want something praise the Lord they want a certain thing from the Lord then when it's all said and done they begin to go about their own way I've been to hospitals praying for people that's laid in the bed and I'm here to tell you with the Holy Ghost about it 
the inside. You want to see a different anointing in your life. You go out to the hospital and make it your business to pray for people. I walked into the room and one guy, all he can think of when I get out of here, all I'm going to do is get that person that got me here. Hallelujah. We tried to witness to him, but he didn't want to hear it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's not about hallelujah, them, hallelujah, accepting you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We ought to throw out the seed. God told us to just go and sow. Praise the Lord. He'll get a harvest in his due season. So we begin to sow seed. What's the gift to the newborn king this year? Countless people today do the same thing that Judas did. They hear about Jesus healing. His ability to grant wishes mm -hmm. and comfort. Mary, even respect his teaching. And they learned about his character, his claims, and his crucifixion. Many people come and understand this story of Jesus Christ. But they didn't accept him as their Lord. Right. We are just as guilty of Judas when we use Jesus for our own selfish gain. Mm. If all you come in here is for a natural bless, mm -hmm. and God said, I want to bless you, bless you more abundantly. Man. Meaning, this life eventually going to come to an end, whether you accept him or not. Amen. But after this, do you have another life that's better? Amen. Or do you go somewhere worse? Everybody going to go somewhere. Amen. If you are born in this world, and breathed in the breath of life and got a living soul dwelling on the inside, it's going to spend eternity somewhere. Amen. The spirit that God breathed in you, which is the breath of life, and that being in you that's called a soul will spend eternity somewhere. That lets you know that your body going to die, but your soul going to live forever. But now it determine, you determine where it goes. You are the determining factor of where your soul ends up. You can't die and then say, Lord, I, I accept you now. I realize my faith. Yeah. I, I, the reason why you accept them is because you don't die. Mm -hmm. You got to accept them now. Amen. He got to be, you got to show him that you appreciate what he's doing and say, Lord, my gift is my heart. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you my all. I'm going to give you my undivided attention. I realize that life it's more to life than just eat, drinking, and being married, getting old, and dying. It's more to life. And when you look at life like that, it seems useless. We are born just to die. No, we're born for a purpose. Amen. And God is going to help us make it. So what's the gift that you have for the newborn king? See, we got to understand that we are just as guilty as Judas when we use Jesus for our own selfish need. As are you the... Uh, are you like the most of the people that are searching? What does this particular thing mean? That regardless of why he, Jesus was betrayed, Judas forever will be remembered as a traitor. Praise the Lord. As Jesus foretold, woe to the man whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better if he, that man had no. not been born. It's in Matthew 26 and 24. We, when we follow Jesus, we need to follow him diligently. Diligently means it may be hard at times to follow him, but we got to still say, I will follow him. Praise the Lord. It may not be a popular thing. Praise the Lord. Because it's easy to follow people when the crowd is moving that way. You look at fish in the, in the water. And they, 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 they swim in school. They tend to follow the pack. So when you look at birds in the air, they tend to follow each other. Praise the Lord. In, in school. In the, in the, in the in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the world, I mean, in the sky. So we got to understand, it's not about us following the crowd, praise the Lord. Because sometimes the crowd can lead us to the wrong place, praise the Lord. And it's not about what we see with our natural eye. We realize that we got to walk by faith and not by sight in order to get something from God. God is trying to let you know, praise the Lord, if you walk in my sight, praise the Lord, your sight going to trick you, praise the Lord. Your sight is going to deceive you and make you think you ain't where you need to go. You're not doing what you need to do, praise the Lord. But faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do by faith, praise the Lord. And because he, we have faith in him, it's why we do what we do. We ain't concerned if someone use us, praise the Lord, because 
because we know God said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. Praise the Lord. I don't have to worry about getting nobody back and getting put in jail. Praise the Lord. Because God's going to avenge me. Praise the Lord. God is going to take vengeance on someone. Praise the Lord. Who will offend me. Praise the Lord. And so, we need to understand that God wants us to be able to give him a gift. A heart. Amen. Not a clothes. Amen. Give him your heart this year. Acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior this year. Amen. I'm going to be serious about this. This year. I'm not just going to go to church every once in a while. I'm going to make it. I, I, I remember I, I came to this church to, to pull my wife out. Who wasn't my wife. She was my girlfriend. She said she saved. I said, okay. I'm coming to pull her out. And look at me. <laughs> The pastor of the church came to pull her out, and uh, how, evidently things didn't go well. <laughs> evidently. I didn't succeed. I, no doubt, I was just following in the, in the plan of God, trying to get her out. I got stuck in. Realized that this is the way. This is what God intended. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, you're yo, yo coming to the Lord. You don't, don't look at it as, well, I just come here once in a while. Dedicate your life to the Lord. Rededicate your life to the Lord. This year, this, we know each year we get closer to the, the, to the ripening of sin. Amen. I talked about that a while ago, that sin is at the point of ripening when homosexuality come out of the closet. Sin is ripening mm -hmm. as it was in the day of Noah. Yes. So shall it be at the sign of the son, son of man when, when he come back. Praise the Lord. So sin is almost ripening. God is getting ready for the rapture of the church. Praise the Lord. It ain't time for us to just be going to church as usual. Amen. We need to be in a hurry. Amen. Praise the Lord. I remember Jesus told Judas, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Yeah. Whatever you're going to do, you need to do it quickly. We need to understand that. What are we giving to Jesus? Are we going to continue to give nothing and expect something in return? Or are we going to be able to say, look, I come to give back what the Lord gave me. God has blessed my soul. And I would be unthankful and foolish to go out and say, look what God gave me. I come to try to give it back to the Lord. Not only that, I try to pour into your spirits now. Amen. Encourage somebody else to come this way. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what it's all about. We want to encourage somebody else to come this way. Amen. Praise the Lord. I had to let go of my old crew to give me a new crew. Amen. You part of my new crew, Cooper. Right. Amen. Y'all part of my new crew. But you got to let them go. We, we, we're pulling on these people that mean us no good. And we say, uh, you better let that go. Amen. You let that go, God got something else for you. Amen. But let it go. Just come on to the Lord. Forget about them. You're going to be a testimony to them. Praise Lord. To, you, who knows? God may use you to pull them in. Amen. My friends that I used to hang with, they came and said, it's funny. They came. One of them disappeared for a while. Then he came back and said, yeah, I got saved. I didn't know what that meant. I said, oh, yeah, what that mean? I got, I got, I joined the church and this and that. Well, he was back with us, doing the same thing we were doing. I said, what happened? Oh, man, you know, I just I, I couldn't do it. He didn't even try. I didn't even know what saved was. Another one said the same thing. I came back, I couldn't do it. I didn't know what it was. And then when, my, when God began to get my attention, I never went back and told him, I got saved. I just disappeared. Amen. I didn't want the influence. I didn't want the connections. Amen. I said, God going to give me some new people that's going to know me for the new walk that I'm in. I left for Miami and came up to Fort Lauderdale. And I said, I'm going. And I want people to... I want to develop a reputation based on the new me, not the old me. Amen. I want people to know me for my stance with the Lord, not how I, what, what I used to do and what I used to go and hang around and what I used to and get involved in. I wanted them to know a new me, so I said I had to start over. I had to let the old friends go. Now, I, I, did, I had to do that because I know if I went back with them, they'd encourage me to go back and do the same thing we used to do. So I had to let them go. And I did that to bring a gift to the Lord. I, I said, Lord, 
I want you not only did I am I coming, I'm bringing you my heart too. I ain't got no more boys to hang around. No, my best friend, I let them go. It's just me and you. And I was open and vulnerable at that point. But God has never disappointed me. And he will never disappoint you if you begin to say to yourself, it's time for me to give back to the Lord. And in some situations, God has been blessing you so long, it's time for you to get up and be an active member in the church and help those that are doing work, help them do work. To help other people get saved. You know it's right. Why ain't you doing it? Praise Lord. We, we need as much help as we can get. The people who don't seem like they're coming, they seem like they're backing up. Praise the Lord. You see it. We may see it and act like we don't, but we see it. We know it. Let's say to ourselves, nah, I got to give God something this year. That's what I said. I said, Lord, I'm going to give you more of what I gave you before. I'm going to give you more. Praise the Lord. And watch when you give the Lord what he do. He's going to bless you. If you're trying to give money, he'll bless you with more money. You're trying to get a closer walk with him, give him, and he'll begin to pour into your spirit and open up your understanding. The scriptures will begin to enlighten themselves to you. you begin to say to yourself, I understand what the Lord meant when he said this and that. You don't have to be like Judas using. You don't have to be like all the other disciples. All the disciples, they did something that, that was worth for them to go and hang themselves. But instead, they came back and said, Lord, I need to keep trying. Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, Jesus wasn't on the scene when we made our mistake. Amen. Jesus wasn't on the scene when we betrayed him. But what we need to do is understand that it's not for us to run away and go commit suicide. It's for us to humble ourselves and say, Lord, I'm sorry. And I know that I need you. I know that I need your help. And for me to act self-sufficient was selfish of me and greedy of me. And I learned that I need to be around those who are sanctified. That's what helped me in this journey. Standing around people that were sanctified. Going to convocation and going out to fellowship with other saints. Not just staying at the home church. Praise the Lord. Because although you begin to get to the point where you don't feel like it's just us. Praise the Lord. But when you go out and hear other people, you begin to get encouraged. So we understand what are you giving to Jesus this year. Ask yourself that question and be able to add something to it. Say, I'm going to give the Lord more of a praise. I'm going to give the Lord more of my attendance. I'm going to give the Lord more of my honor. I'm going to give the Lord more of my devotion. I'm going to pull up where I was backing up. I'm going to pull up where I was standing still. It's alright to be going in the Lord. It's alright at times where things come and hit you where you stand still. But in most cases, you don't need to be backing up. You can't go one step forward and two steps back. Praise the Lord. Because all that's going to get you is out the door. Praise the Lord. And then if you ain't careful... You'll see yourself wishy-washing. You don't know what to do. One day you come, next day you go. Next day you're up, next day you're down. Next day you're happy, next day you're sad. Next day you're in, next day you're out. You don't know what to do. But when you devote yourself, God will give you a, 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 a determination and a will and a desire to do what he said. Praise the Lord. That you can be able to give to him by giving to the church. Remember what God said. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was you, you clothed me. He, he summed it all up and said, whatever you've done to my least one, you've done unto me, praise the Lord. We can't see Jesus, praise the Lord. But we can see the act of Jesus and the manifestation of Jesus in all our saying and doing. When you help me, you're helping Jesus. When you bless me, you're blessing Jesus. When you hallelujah, hurt me, praise the Lord, you're hurting Jesus, praise the Lord. And God is going to repay you according to your work shall be, praise the Lord. We want our works to praise us in the gate. But you got to be about doing a work for your works to praise you in the gate. If you're helping somebody get saved one day at judgment day, we all going to be standing there. They're going to call your name. And when they say your name, you're going to hear people in the background saying, Yeah! yeah.
thank you, hallelujah. They're going to be praising you in the gate because you decided to give back to the Lord. You didn't just take, 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 take. We come to God, and a lot of people do. Come with the mentality, I need you to bless me. I need you to help me. I need you to heal me. I need you to touch me. I need you to deliver me, praise the Lord. And when he do it, we run away looking to do our own thing again. Until the next affliction, praise the Lord. A lot of times, that's why when we come up and God try to heal us, and we go back away, praise the Lord, that affliction still be there. Because God looking at your heart, he know that you ain't meaning God any good. You ain't trying to give back, praise the Lord. You just came here looking for gimme, gimme, gimme. God wants you to be able to be an object of blessing, praise the Lord. That you can give back, praise the Lord. When you come to church, you're giving back. When you testify and sing song, you're giving back. When you dedicate your life to the Lord, you give back. When you tell others about the Lord, you're giving back, praise the Lord. What are you saying you're giving back? You're giving back what the Lord put in you. Somebody witnessing you one day and you are able to say hallelujah. I need to find a savior, praise the Lord. And some people are looking for a church, praise the Lord. And they can be in the church and don't realize that's the church where God wants them, but they're looking for a big old edifice, praise the Lord. You got to make sure, praise the Lord, that big church you want to join is the church that the man of God is preaching in. And the Holy Ghost is abiding on the inside. Without the Spirit of God, praise the Lord. There's just a man saying some good words to get your money. I'm not trying to get a bunch of offerings. I'm not asking for no money. All I'm asking you to give to the Lord. When I gave to him my heart. And if your heart ain't right, you need to come and say, Lord, fix me. And I can give back to you. If your mind ain't right, say, Lord, fix me. Then I can give back to you. I ain't thinking right. All I am is a taker. I can't help it that that's the way I am. I was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. My mother knew me, praise the Lord, as being that such that. But I want to change. And I know you the God that can change me to the point where I can be a blessing to others and not just a taker, but a giver. What are you giving back to Jesus? Amen. Ask yourself that question. You got to have a good answer. I'm going to stop there. What are you giving back to Jesus? You gave everybody else a gift. What you got for King Jesus? He needs, he looking for, you got something for me? Nope. No gratitude? No thank you? No. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you. Praise the Lord. What are you giving to Jesus? This year, this Christmas, what did you give to Jesus? Anybody desire prayer? You may come. Care for you, Lord, desperate for more. Hearts filled with praise, take over this place, have your way. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Here for you, Lord, desperate for more. Hearts filled with praise, take over this place. Have your
to render such a service, Lord, is this, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you bless everyone under the sound of my voice, O oh God. Lord, give them back a mind, Lord God, to serve you the way you deserve to be served. Lord, look upon the Roberts family, Lord God, and those that have been diagnosed with this coronavirus, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you can lessen the severity of it, Lord God. You can bless them that it don't even show that they have it, Lord, but help them to get better each and every day. Lord God, we know you as a healer, nothing too hard for you, Lord. And we know that if you speak it, Lord, it shall be done, Lord. That's why we solicit in you, oh God, in our prayer, Lord, that you come and touch those that need to be touched, heal those that need to be healed. Someone is sin sick, Lord. They have a desire to come, but they still is trapped in sin. Lord, you can give them that desire. You can break that yoke. You did it for me, Lord. And if you did it for me, you can do it for them. I know you are able. By faith, we claim this blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Dismiss you. Praise Lord, right now, we're going to stop right now and turn the service back in. Mr. Fraser. Praise Lord, we thank God again for all of you. Praise Lord. And God bless you. Okay. All right. Yeah, all hearts mind clear. Thank God for Pastor Cooper. Pastor Cooper right there and his wife. Praise the Lord. Thank God for you and our visitors right there. Would you like to say something? Praise the Lord. Would you like to say something? We thank you for coming. Praise the Lord. Feel welcome to come back. Please, please. We love people. It's the house of prayer for everyone. Thank God for my brother-in-law and his wife and his mother. Praise the Lord. Y'all fine? God bless you. Praise the Lord. Sister, sister back there. We thank God for Sister Veronica and the Demo family. Praise all of you. You have a place in God's kingdom. All right? May the Lord watch. Dream me and thee. Walk after, run from another, in